Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 371. Today, we're going to be having an important conversation around the subject of leadership. The key question that I really want to have you ask yourself, and I'm going to help you answer this today, is have you been leading with love or fear? So a really important part of what we teach in Love, Serve, Grow is putting love at the center of your business and your life. Now, when it comes to your business, there's really three key areas, three core sets of skills that we need to really learn how to lead with love in, and they are marketing, which is content, sales, which is conversations, and then leadership. And so there's a lot of different skills that make up leadership, but I think of leadership as what happens after somebody buys from you or what happens after they join from you. You know, who you are in relation to the people that join your team is a really important determinant of long-term success or failure. And listen, I'll say this up front. You are not responsible for people's success. It's really, really critical that you know that. You know, the people that have left your team, the ones that you've recruited and failed, you can't make it your fault. Because all that's gonna do is it's gonna destroy your own confidence and belief. And that's not leading with love, that's leading with fear. It's having a scarcity mindset. You're not responsible for their success, but here's what you are responsible to their success. And so what does that mean? Well, it means that you have a responsibility to increase your leadership capacity so that as people join your team that are ready and willing to do the work, that you have the ability to influence them to take actions that they would not have normally taken if you weren't there and get results out of them or help create results that they may not have been able to recreate on their own. And so how do we increase our leadership capacity? There's two aspects. There's belief and there's the way you think as a leader. And then there's the actual practical soft skills of leadership. And so today I want to actually talk to you about increasing your leadership capacity and addressing these two different areas. And I want to do it by actually sharing with you a specific scenario that we see come up quite a bit with our clients in our Love, Serve, Grow program. And so here's essentially the problem that we see a lot is that people tend to avoid difficult conversations or difficult situations. And this is a blind spot. We refer to this as a business growth blocker. We all have these blind spots, these things that we do or that we don't do that actually keep our business from growing. And this is one that I see quite frequently. So let me give you a very common example. You recruit a new person. You sit down with them when they get started. You, you know, you help them launch their business and hopefully you're being more transformational in your approach to doing that. You're identifying their problems and why they're here. You're starting to help them develop goals and create a vision around what their life will be like when those problems are no longer here. Those become the goals of them doing the business. And you're creating an emotional connection to the actually doing the work. That's really important. 
So let's say you do all that, you know their problems, you've connected around their goals, and you get them started, and you make some small commitments. And maybe the commitment is something as simple as, you know, in your first week, we've identified 10 people that we think would be great to start contacting about your products and or business, and you give them an assignment, agreed upon assignment to go do that. The week goes by, you check in during a scheduled time with them, and they haven't talked to anyone. Now, there's one of two ways you can handle that. See, I define that as a critical conversation. When you see someone not actually honoring their commitments, when they say they're going to do something and they don't, that is an opportunity to help that person grow. It is a critical conversation. And what I see, you may think of it as a difficult conversation or, you know, the other way to see it is confronting people, which feels very scary. You know, we're hesitant to do that, have a critical conversation or a difficult conversation with someone kind of calling them out and pointing out to them what they didn't do. We hesitate to do that as a leader because we create this red light story in our mind that if we do it, it's going to push them away. And we also, what's driving our avoidance of these things is because we lead with fear. And part of leading with fear means that you have an attachment to the results of your leadership. So if you make somebody's failure, if you make that mean something less about you, that's leading with fear. If you avoid a critical conversation, that's leading with fear. Here's why we do it. We attach ourselves to the results. And the result that we are focused on or attached to in this particular instance is we want people to like us and we want them to accept us. And we're also afraid of losing the result we've created, which is we have this person here. We want to build a business. If I lean into this critical conversation, what if they go? But we're focused on the results. That's a transition actional mindset. It's leading with fear. Here's the problem. Is that thing that doesn't go addressed could be the very thing that makes this person fail. Like you clearly see that there's an issue. You know the signs. You know what to look for. You see that this is a behavior. And granted, it's early. But it's an indication of somebody that might not quite understand what they need to do to really be successful or they themselves are struggling with fear and they're unable to take action. And your unwillingness to lean into this conversation to really help them guide them through that is part of the problem. And what you did is in that opportunity, there's two things I'll say, avoiding that critical conversation. And here's how you might handle it if you're leading with fear. Oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Hey, listen, let's just get refocused. We'll talk to them this week. You just sweep it under the rug. You don't make a big deal. When in reality, it is a big deal, isn't it? And listen, I get it. Like situations arise, things happen, but don't let it be because you didn't have the conversation because that is a sign of a much bigger problem. And so here's the thing. First off is you rob them of an opportunity to grow. Critical conversations, difficult conversations, confrontation, whatever you want to call it. When you're willing to lean into that, that's actually your role as a leader. We grow through those moments. And so you rob that person of an opportunity to grow. But here's the other side of it. I had an early mentor of mine explain it to me this way, because I was also somebody that really avoided these critical conversations and out of fear, because I lived with fear and I didn't realize it. I had a mentor explain it to me this way, and this really was like a gut punch. 
because I've always been somebody that for me, one of my highest values is integrity, right? I want to do business the right way. I want to do well by people. I want to mind my commitments. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Listen, I'm far from perfect, but that's what I strive for. And if you're somebody that also values that integrity in that moment, when you avoided that critical conversation, you were lacking integrity with that person in your leadership. See, the integrous thing to do would be, you know that this is a behavior that is detrimental to their long-term success and growth, and you did not point it out to them, you did not challenge them, you did not lean into it, and that is a lack of integrity. See, it's like a lot of the people that I talk to, they're like, yo, Bob, I lead with love. You know, I care about my team, and we have a community and friendships, and I'm like, okay, I'm hearing part of it. But what I don't see or hear is this kind of stuff. And so I think, oh, okay. so you lead with love only when it is comfortable or convenient for you to do so. Well, guess what? That's not the actual real measure of love. You want to know what is what we're talking about today? Hey, just wanted to jump in here real quick because I've got one big ask for you. Look, you know, we don't advertise on the podcast and my intention is to not sell or pitch you on the show this year. We just want to deliver free content that is 10 times better than what you've paid for to help you transform your business. So my ask is this, help me spread the word of Love Serve Grow so we can change lives, help people that are struggling in their business and transform our profession. The only way we can do that is if you take the time to rate, review and share this podcast. So that's my big ask. Just take a few seconds seconds right now, wherever you're listening, leave a review. It would absolutely mean the world to me and it might just change the life of someone else. So thank you so much for being a part of our community. You need to really love somebody and care about them enough to do these types of things. And so if you're leading with love, what it means is that you're willing to lean into and embrace these critical conversations. You will sacrifice your own comfort and security for the growth of another person. Now, here's the beautiful part about this. As we start leaning into these critical conversations and stop avoiding them, not only do we help them grow, but we help ourselves grow. Critical conversations facilitate growth, but you'll never be able to do it from a place of fear. If you're focused on the result, you'll always resist. But if you're truly leading with love, which means that you're not results focused, you are focusing on how you can help other people grow. You just tell yourself a different story. And the different story is this is that doing this, leaning into a difficult conversation for the right person isn't going to push them away. It will actually draw them closer. See, just think about it. When you have people in your life that are willing to call you out on your stuff and do this with you, don't they immediately become more important to you in your life? See, those are the people that we know really love and care about us. So when you do this, you elevate your leadership and your influence with people. And listen, if it pushes them away, They were never here in the first place, but don't let it be because you didn't embrace the responsibility of leadership. So you've got to be willing to do this. This is what leading with love is. This is leadership, by the way. And so if we think about this, we need to really start embracing these critical conversations. Let me share with you. So that's the mindset piece of it. That's the belief. The belief is if I do this, that this is my highest responsibility as a leader. And if I really love this person and care about them and I want to see them win, they need me to do this for them. So that's the story you tell yourself. But let's talk about the skill part of it. Because remember, increasing our leadership effectiveness, our capacity for leadership is not just about what we think, it's about the way we do things. 
Leadership is an art form, for sure. There's a nuance to the way we deliver things. And so what I would like to be able to equip you with at this point is the actual execution of what a conversation like that would look like and sound like. So here's the simple framework that we teach for a critical conversation, which by the way, just to remind you, critical conversations are where growth happens. It's called kiss, kick, kiss. So typically people will think of something like this and they'll think confronting, right? Confrontation. See, if you're leading with love, we think of it as care confrontation. You care enough that you're willing to do it, right? Change your story around what it is. This is a critical conversation, but kiss, kick, kiss. Here's the key concept I want you to think about. You need to go hard on the issue, but soft on the person. You want to provide very direct coaching and feedback, clear communication, Without emotion or feeling, just here's what happened, here's the thing, right? You need to be able to do that in a way that is relationally supportive, which means that that person does not walk away from that conversation feeling worse about themselves. A lot of leaders that I see that lead with fear that are willing, or some of them even they are leading with love and they're willing to do this, but they don't deliver it in the right way. They're too direct with their coaching and feedback and they don't do it in a relationally supportive way. And it actually makes the person wind up feeling worse about themselves than better. And so you have to really, you know, be able to develop this as a style of delivery. And so kiss, kick, kiss is an easy way to remember how to do that. So let me actually share with you what it might sound like using that framework in this scenario. So Susie's my new consultant. We have a follow-up conversation scheduled. She said she'd talk to 10 people. I follow up with Susie. She said she didn't do it. I say, okay, so now it's time for me to lead with love. I say, Susie, I totally understand. Life happens sometimes. I get it. But could I give you some coaching and some feedback here? Ask for permission. Yeah, sure. Now I'm going to kiss. Look, before I do that, I just want you to understand that the only reason I'm going to say this to you is because I really believe that this is something that you can do incredibly well with. And and when I think back to our conversation, you know, you told me that you're feeling burned out at your job and that you want more time flexibility to be able to be with the kids. And, you know, you're not just feeling, you know, you're just not in love with what you're doing anymore. Like I so desperately want you to realize your goals of being able to have a career that is personally fulfilling and financially rewarding to you, but gives you the freedom to be with the kids more. Like I want you to be at Joey's soccer game, right? So you understand what I'm doing here. I'm kind of reaffirming the reason why, what she told me that's giving me leverage and I'm letting her know I'm leading with helping and caring, right? We're always, when we're transformational, we're always leading with their problems and how we want to help. Now it's time for the kick. So let me give you some direct feedback. See, here's the thing. I'm struggling here. Because you said all that, and here we are a week later, we set a simple goal for you, and it didn't happen. And I get it, life gets in the way, but not even one person, you didn't talk to one person. And so where I'm struggling is your actions and your words are not aligning here. And so just help me understand, are those still your goals? Are those things that you still want? Yeah, they are. All right, well, listen, I just want to point out to you that these are the little things that are gonna keep you from achieving those goals. Might not seem like a big deal to you. And in the short-term picture, it's not, but long-term, this is the kind of stuff that will equate to you not succeeding. And so, can we get you recommitted? Yes. 
can we agree that you will talk to these 10 people? You know, maybe I ask her, why didn't it happen? And she tells me and, you know, I say, okay, great. Well, listen, let's set a date and time and let's go ahead and let's do it. And we get her recommitted and we set that goal again and we give her the assignment. And I've delivered that message loud and clear. She's received it, very clear communication. But I don't want to leave the conversation with her feeling like she's been beat up. So I'm going to kiss her on the way out. And I say, look, I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm being a little tough on you here. But I just feel like that's my job is to be able to help you grow. And I just, I so want to help you achieve those goals. And I know, like I see something in you and you might not see it in yourself yet, but I'm telling you, you're going to do amazing things here. And so she's leaving the conversation actually feeling encouraged instead of beaten down. If you think of any critical conversation in that way, kiss, kick, kiss. And by the way, you could use this in any area of your life. It's really powerful. That's the way that you do it. That's the care frontation approach. But that in action is what leading with love looks like. And so what I really want to encourage you to do and challenge you to do is start embracing the critical conversations of your business. I'm telling you, you have opportunities all the time, and that's what you need to think of them as. They are opportunities for growth. They are opportunities for you to help the other person grow, and they are opportunities for you to grow. Because when we do the scary things, that's when we start to see ourselves in a different light. And look, the first time you do it, you're not going to be great. Remember, it's an art form. It's a skill. But the only way you get to be great is by doing it. So remember, leading with love. It's requiring more from you in your business right now. You are capable of doing it. Just consider the things that I shared with you today. So that's my message for you today. Hope you got some value out of today's show. I love and appreciate all of you for being a part of this community, this movement that we're creating to help transform your business, the profession, and the lives that we touch every single day. So have a great day. I'll see you on the next episode. 